Good morning. Today we commence a series of meditations from John's Gospel. Our focus for today is John chapter 4, where Jesus spoke with a Samaritan woman at a well. Let me read for you John chapter 4, verses 5 to 30. So he, Jesus, came to a city of Samaria, which is called Sychar, near the plot of ground that Jacob gave to his son Joseph. Now Jacob's well was there. Jesus, therefore, being wearied from his journey, sat thus by the well. It was about the sixth hour. A woman of Samaria came to draw water. Jesus said to her, Give me a drink. For his disciples had gone away into the city to buy food. Then the woman of Samaria said to him, How is it that you, being a Jew, ask a drink from me, a Samaritan woman? For Jews have no dealings with Samaritans. Jesus answered and said to her, If you knew the gift of God, and who it is who says to you, Give me a drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. The woman said to him, Sir, you have nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. Where then do you get that living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob, who gave us the well and drank from it himself, as well as his sons and his livestock? Jesus answered and said to her, Whoever drinks of this water will thirst again, but whoever drinks of the water that I shall give him will never thirst. But the water that I shall give him will become in him a fountain of water springing up into everlasting life. The woman said to him, Sir, give me this water, that I may not thirst, nor come here to draw. Jesus said to her, Go call your husband and come here. The woman answered and said, I have no husband. Jesus said to her, You have well said, I have no husband. For if you have had five husbands, and the one whom you now have is not your husband, in that you truly spoke. The woman said to him, Sir, I perceive that you are a prophet. Our fathers worshipped on this mountain, and you Jews say that in Jerusalem is a place where one ought to worship. Jesus said to her, Woman, believe me, the hour is coming when you will neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem worship the Father. You worship what you do not know. We know what we worship, for salvation is of the Jews. But the hour is coming, and now is when the true worshippers will worship the Father in spirit and truth, for the Father is seeking such to worship Him. God is spirit, and those who worship Him must worship in spirit and truth. The woman said to Him, I know that Messiah is coming, who is called Christ. When He comes, He will tell us all things. Jesus said to her, I who speak to you am He. At this point, his disciples came and they marveled that he talked with a woman. Yet no one said, what do you seek? Or why are you talking with her? The woman then left her water pot, went her way into the city and said to the men, come see a man who told me all things that I ever did. Could this be the Christ? Then they went out of the city and came to him. No doubt the water pot, when filled, was burdensome for this woman to carry. But she left this burden having received a blessing. The blessing was the living water that Jesus supplied. 
she left her water pot to go back into the town to tell people about her encounter with Jesus. I want to suggest that the water pot is a kind of metaphor for the cares of this life, the material things of this life, the anxieties of this life, the burdens of this earthly life. Can I suggest that the thing to do is to leave your cares at the feet of Jesus? Leave it at the feet of him who gives the living water? Can I suggest that you cast all your care on him for he care it for you? Jesus said in Matthew chapter 6 verses 25 and 26, Take no thought for your life, what ye shall eat or what ye shall drink, nor yet for your body, what ye shall put on. Is not the life more than meat and the body than raiment? Behold the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather into barns. Yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are ye not much better than they? Too many persons allow their anxieties to keep them away from Jesus. Too many persons allow their personal burdens to keep them away from Jesus. And too many persons allow their job issues to keep them away from Jesus. Too many persons allow even their love life issues to keep them away from Jesus. The hymn writer says it well. All your anxieties, all your cares, bring to the mercy seat, leave it there. Never a burden he cannot bear, never a friend like Jesus. Another hymn writer says, What a friend we have in Jesus, all our sins and griefs to bear. What a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer. This is not to say that the issues of life are unimportant, but it is to say that the issues of eternity are of paramount importance. The issues of eternity exceed the cares of this life. This Samaritan woman had a glimpse of eternity. She had transitioned from an appetite for things that could not satisfy to an appetite for the things that satisfied her soul, such as the joy of sins forgiven, the joy of a personal relationship with God. And this is what propelled her to leave her water pots at the feet of Jesus and to bring good news to the people in the town. She transitioned from being the woman at the well to the woman who would tell. Could it be that Jesus is calling you to leave the old bucket of things that won't satisfy your soul and partake of the living water that satisfies your soul for this life and the life to come? I believe Jesus is saying to some of us that it is time to leave the old water pots. It is time to leave the old sinful lifestyle. It is time to leave the well of materialism. It is time to embrace Jesus who alone supplies the living water which satisfies the soul for time and for eternity. This woman, in leaving her water pot at the feet of Jesus, was no longer enduring life, but enjoying life. She moved from being the woman at the well to the woman with a blessing to tell. If you read John chapter 4 carefully, you are likely to draw the conclusion that at the start of the conversation with Jesus, the Samaritan woman was somewhat indifferent to Jesus. But by the end of the conversation, she was no longer indifferent but passionate about Jesus. That is what happens when one grows in one's relationship with Jesus. A person who genuinely knows Jesus for himself or herself will be passionate about Jesus and available to serve Jesus. 
The person who genuinely knows Jesus wants to make him known. Those of us who name the name of the Lord, we need to leave our water pot at the feet of Jesus and go make Christ known. Those of us who name the name of the Lord, we need to leave our personal burdens at the feet of Jesus and go make Christ known. We have too many cares, too many things weighing us down. Leave them with Jesus and go make Jesus known. Thank God Jesus is knowable. Thank God Jesus still offers living water to thirsty souls. The living water is Jesus himself. Only Jesus is able to satisfy the needs of one's soul. Contrary to popular opinion, the greatest need of the soul is not more money or good health or power or prestige or sexual gratification. The greatest need of the soul is to receive forgiveness of sins. The greatest need of the soul is to no longer have the wrath of God for our sins hovering over us. The greatest need of the soul is to be in right relationship with God. That is what Jesus offers. That is what his gift of living water is all about. Any non-Christian can receive the gift of the living water, but such a person must repent of one's sins, turn to Christ only for salvation, surrender one's life to Christ, believe the gospel message, and then one shall be saved. And then one shall indeed have Christ, who is himself the living water. Today is a good day for one to repent and surrender one's life to the Lord Jesus Christ. Until next week, may Christ continue to bless you greatly.